0: Okay. Um, like a
1: rabid chef.
0: Bust it out. You got it? You know the lyrics? A scrub from karaoke the it right now. To Let's hear it. Knife
1: that's
0: it? That's and where you die out? In the darkness.
1: Straight up out of your carcass. I got jokes for you. They're not fun. Fuck you in the ass with a shotgun. All right. I think that's a perfect insanity. place to
0: pause it. Um, welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. We're back at uh, the studio. I, I think I might prefer being in the studio. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's your take? I prefer being home. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Anytime you don't have to leave the house is a win. Can I tell you, I've, I mean, to like a, a fault, I've organized my entire life now that I don't have to leave this box. Like, my job is now a stay at home job. I do it from here. I fill Living my web life, series man. on weekends here. Manyone comes here for writing meetings here. We do this here.
2: You just kind of like need to turn your body around like shift to like different things and yeah
0: I mean it's bad because now I I have no reason to leave my apartment which uh, is perfect. I don't like leaving the house. It's something I gotta improve on. That's a weird start. Anyways, run your mouth podcast. We're here special guest Joseph Roberts. Why hello. don't you say hello to our uh, our listeners welcome
1: hello. I said it already when you but you were still talking.
0: So last week um we threw it out there to our fans. We we picked up some fans, we told them if they emailed in, I would respond to them and the response was overwhelming. Yeah, we had to ta- we had to pick one. Well, we're only going to call one on air, yeah. but the response was overwhelming. And you know what the fans lucky, had to say to us?
1: Uh, listener, <laughs> so you actually got someone to send you a number?
0: Um, yes, someone sent us a number. We're going to dial into them. I was pointing because he's a little loud, so oh, yeah. um, you can make that adjustment. Oh, but oh, no. so here's what the fans said to us. At we we closed out last week's episode with some advice for better living, right? And that's what the fans want more of. They wanted more tips. For better living. That's what this podcast is about. Usually we talk about, you know, big political science issues because I think that does have a big effect on people's lives. I think, like, structures and the way that they're created really do influence the way we live. But then there's also the micro level level of what you can do for better living, which is why Joseph Roberts is a great guest because he's actually, he's my health guru.
2: Oh, wow. Yes. You have one?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Joseph Roberts is my, um, like, guru for better living. He's, like, my... I don't want to say spiritual advisor, but... But you said it. Yeah, sure. He's so, your spiritual
2: advisor. Um,
0: <laughs> All right. So to start off the and episode, though, advisor. the one guy who wrote in, I'm, we're going to give him a call, and... Oh, are we're, are we're, busting call? Right we're, call we're busting gonna... right in? We're busting right in. We're going to give him a call, and if he doesn't answer, what's the game plan? Who wants? I, we're going to have Joseph leave him a message. We'll call him for the bank. Call from the so bank. Hey, this is Chase Bank. Oh, I don't want to ruin his life. life? <laughs> don't don't worry. Chase yeah, Bank really isn't calling is at it, 9 is o'clock. Is it a federal
1: crime to impersonate a, p- a fire officer? A yeah, fireman? that's probably not a good idea. I was thinking of something a, a little
0: like a something a little silly or not. Hey, this is your kid. You hey, just fell off a, <laughs> a bridge kind of situation. <laughs> hey, we may have found your cat in the tree. Call <laughs> back immediately at 911. <laughs> do you have a shaved cat? Okay. <laughs> well, you do now. Let's give Hector a call. Let's see if he answers. Where is he from? Um, I don't know. We'll find out. What's your phone? Say my area code.
3: Hector. Hello.
0: Yo, is this Hector? Yeah. Holy shit! You answered. It's Rob from the Run Your Mouth podcast. I'm here with Yosef and Joe from the bank. And Joe from the bank. Do you and have Hector? a banker named Joe? Hello. what's hey. up man What's going on? how w- at what point in like that you're in california right
2: yeah
0: okay so what time is it there it's like three hours behind uh let
2: me see hold on how much information do you it's know about him Rob?
0: what oh i stalked the <laughs> shit out of him before we gave him a call <laughs> so did we end up uh did we catch you during class you got free time no i got free
1: time i'm actually fucking just
3: drawing out painting
0: so you're a painter For
3: class. yeah well something I kind of suck, I'm not very good <laughs> <laughs> There we go hey, listen, I, I, knew
0: that, I knew that
2: we would not th- That was just too good to be true That we had a painter, but he sucks So that's
0: more you know, Hector, our art speed Hector, don't sell yourself yeah. short I have 26 other listeners listening to this program You might be able to generate some business This is your chance to advertise To the world, and your on, painting skills
1: And on that note, Hector, oh, I'm going to need to verify Your account information <laughs> um, Can I have the last Four digits of your social, please
0: so, how ha- am uh, illegal, man? I don't have a social. You're illegal. <laughs> who would have thought we had fans that were illegal immigrants? Yeah, this Even. is perfect. Wait, can I ask you a question? How illegal? What's up? <laughs> uh, no, I'm like third generation. I'm not illegal. Oh, Wait, okay. you're you're third generation illegal? Yeah. Wow. Third generation of illegal immigrants who's never registered. So, never who them. who was like the the first one to sneak in?
2: <laughs> My, My grandpa. grandpa.
0: No, but that could be
2: third generation. Third
0: generation would be grandfather. Yeah. Oh, okay. And have they fucked any Americans along the way to make you guys legal?
1: Yeah, I think my mom's American. There we go. California. We don't really count though. Right. No,
0: No, if your mom's American. I, I might just be going by Jewish laws that I assume, whatever, it's your mom. <laughs> that might not actually be the way the country works. No, wait a second. I think if you're born here, you're good. You just got to go get yourself some citizenship. And then not only will you be a citizen, but anyone you fuck will be a citizen, which I think is a real good marketing point if you're going for Mexican women. Yeah, I mean, you could be a shitty painter all you want. If you got green card access, we could probably find you some hottie. That's
2: that's all he's doing. He's just painting
0: green with green paint. <laughs> Wait, so without... We might get you in trouble here, but without a green card, so do you, do you even have a tax ID, or you're just like, you're off the grid? No,
3: I, no I'm joking. I'm... I'm I'm, I'm legit oh, he, was, uh, line and thinker. he was fucking yeah. with us
0: The whole time We busted him And we got your banker On the phone <laughs> So you want to Pull that shit with us Hector Well border patrol's Already yeah. on their way <laughs> To your house buddy I'm like, So like, I'm like you know Trying
3: to get bankruptcy Yeah I
0: don't know Alright so Hector We're calling you We want to understand Our fans a little bit better So first okay. and foremost Did you find us on Dave Smith podcast Or you just found us Off of SoundCloud Uh yeah
3: Dave Smith Oh okay. uh, right. I'm
1: not really I'm not a libertarian Or anything I just have, have Get a the fuck out. I was just about, about to hang older. up on him No, no,
0: no Okay, so you're not much So how did you find Dave? Uh, he was on Joe Rogan That's the filtering oh. effect and, Yeah, wow. and Fox
3: News
0: Right, it's like the giant shakedown It goes Joe <laughs> Ro- Like you yeah. keep shaking that sand sifter And then you find the 20 people Who ended up on this show um, yeah. Cool man And so y- did you listen to Uh, You listened to one of our episodes Did you go through the library Lie to me and say the library mm-hmm. No, I listened
3: through. I went through all
0: of them. All right, I well, love this guy. He Hector's a super yeah, fan. All, all, he he's. Let's, Let's send him a T-shirt. Part. But to be fair, he's a shitty painter, so he's got a lot of time to kill. Yeah. <laughs> Design the shirt. Yeah. Uh, okay, Hector. We're doing a health and wellness episode here. Do you have any health tips okay. to our viewers? Not really viewers. I guess listeners. Uh,
2: to you? Do you have
0: any? Smoke, <laughs> smoke, sugar, smoke weed, not tobacco. Smoke weed, not okay. tobacco. Joseph, I yeah. feel like that, that tips up your alley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you yeah. just heard the weed on his throat right there. That's years of headery. Hey Hector, this was awesome. We might yep. even check in with you again. Anyone else got some questions for Hector? So uh where do you live, buddy? Yeah. With your parents? What do you what are you painting? You got you, you with a girl? That um, was too many questions. Let's go one me, at a time. <laughs> I painting something for like a mobile for my daughter. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah All right.
2: Yeah, yeah for dude. a crib. And I live in Newport Beach. How old's your daughter?
1: Michigan? Uh, she's no Newport Beach, California.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there are any beaches <laughs> in Michigan. <laughs> uh, my, my daughter just turned two months. Oh, congratulations.
2: congratulations.
0: Yeah. Okay, Hector, this was a party. I appreciate you emailing right. in. And uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll check in with you again. Oh, for sure. You're, you're basically yeah. a co-host email right me. now.
2: Yeah, Hector, we <laughs> might
0: just set <laughs> you up with another mic in the future. <laughs> Get me off the All hook right. some weeks. All right. Have a great evening, Hector. Appreciate the email. Talk to you later. All
2: right, later. Hec- oh, that's great.
0: Wow, Hector that was, was my awesome. guy. That was fantastic. I'm almost disappointed by how normal he was. I was hoping. You we'd get a bigger freak. You know? Yeah, I was hoping we get a bigger. He listen to all our fun. episodes. That, that's better than
2: our friends. That's <laughs> <have> true. <done.
0: laughs> but like, uh, he might have lied to us. It's possible. Yeah. You, well, you bit onto the other thing. You so hard. You're yeah. like, come on. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so we checked in with Hector. We Impressive. introduced our guest. Now I gotta check my notes. I I don't even I remember <laughs> what the next thing we to do was. We
2: introduced Hector when we have a guest sitting here.
0: <laughs> no, that's great. I like I like
1: talking to him. No.
2: Yeah. But Hector actually emailed me. No, no. <laughs> oh, <you're laughs> <saying I laughs> Facebook <laughs> you bitch. Well, are, are you suggesting that you're actually holding Joseph like prisoner or something like that?
0: No, no, no. Joseph's no. a good guy. So on to our health and wellness episode. So I wanna I wanna help out our fans, but when it comes to like, being happy I wouldn't say that's my specialty You know what I mean? Like, this is not really I would say my field Where I can really give tips and advice so I was doing some research online And I feel like every time I read Like a health article online Or like a happiness article online It's always the same bullshit It's always like, drink water Go to sleep early Scientists say if you get 10 hours of sleep a night Your mood increases by this much
2: It sounds miserable
0: Yeah, it's like, don't drink that much on the weekends Or like, if you follow this shit You're gonna be the most boring human being on the planet Like, What happiness comes from not even, like, you know what I mean? It's like everything I might like in life, they're telling you don't do. It leads to depression. you're like, well, then I don't know what to tell you. Like, And then here's another thing. You try and be healthy, right? They always tell you, like, be be healthy. So this just came out today, Monsanto. They're, like, one of the biggest uh, um, companies. Monsanto. Monsanto, Is that the way it's pronounced? (laughs) That's how preach pronounce it. No, you got
2: to get used to the way Robbie pronounces things. It's just (laughs) just always wrong. It just just destroys them. Um, See, I didn't even know <laughs> what you were I know oh, Monsanto. Right. <laughs> I know I know exactly what it is. <laughs> but with the way you
0: said it, it was just like, what the fuck
2: is he talking about?
0: People always know you're going to be accurate in what you're talking about when I you can't even pronounce it So <laughs> So how is it? Uh, how, what's the company actually called? Monsanto. Monsanto. we change their
1: name soon because we know it so well. Oh, oh that's probably
0: true. It wasn't. I think Bayer even asked. Like the aspirin company might have just recently merged with them. I don't Whoa. know. I'm not sure about Jeez. that one. Well, they need to keep it fresh. Those. <laughs> 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 that was things. like uh, what's it called? Did the same thing? Uh, Halliburton and the the company that was in Iraq changed the name like right after that war. So you're so right they they do that all the time.
1: Blackwater I, also does the same thing. They're not Blackwater anymore. They're now some other bullshit. I think that's
0: the same co- they became I think Caliber and then they might have rebranded again. We're Blackwater talking about the same is a company. private military. Yeah, we're talking about yeah. the same company. That was the Dick Cheney company. Oh, wow. Um so listen to this. They were they use like this pesticide thing on everything, right? It's mm. called gly- glyphosate. There's no way I'm going to yeah, pronounce that's that fine. right. But at yeah. this point we all acknowledge that I'm illiterate. So there's 220 million pounds of that that was used in 2015 in the United States, and they're finding out that it causes cancer. Right? Whoops.
2: unfortunate.
0: So even if you want to eat healthier, fucked, right? Or I guess you could go organic, but if you do that, you're at risk for being a douche, right? No, fuck that. Honestly,
1: I don't mind organic stuff if you can uh, steal it, you know? (laughs) 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 uh, (laughs) That takes away the
0: entire (laughs) risk of becoming a douche or someone who can afford (laughs) it, is if you're stealing it. Where do you... Where do you find that you're able to successfully steal organic food? Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Uh, Yeah, there's a... And that's like a place, like, fuck uh, them. I'm not a theft guy, but I guess that's a bit of like a... It's not like you're going to a mom and pop corner place. It's really hard to
1: steal things in normal places, but in New York City, especially on foot, uh, you can steal from anywhere that doesn't have, like, someone that will tackle you, you know? Right. Hector, uh, take notes. Since I've gotten here, I have... That's racist. Since (laughs) I've gotten here... (laughs) I've, uh, <laughs> Thanks for
2: acknowledging it. He didn't even <laughs> like <it. laughs> I don't blink an eye at this point. Yeah.
0: I've stolen probably like 100 pounds of pistachios. <laughs> Specifically pistachios, though? Yeah. yeah. Is that like you your
2: only target? or do I mean,
1: not my only target, stuck. but that's what I get so much. Like, I've got... I've got pounds and pounds. Like I'm all pistachio protein,
0: baby. Are you even eating it, or you just like knowing you have it? Stop spilling it, all motherfucker. You're also not a walking advertisement for pistachio protein, like.
1: I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm getting in pretty good shape. Are you?
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I can. uh, So you kind of have a big ass.
1: Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> you, you said that like it's a bad thing. I fucking, well, I could like ask n- for days. I could fucking knock you. I could knock you out with my ass. Really? That really? would be your specialty.
0: Like you could pull uh, like a crocodile oh, a hip, whip a hip move. Check?
1: Man, I used to fuck kids up when I was in uh,
0: middle school. I that was lacrosse. with hip checks. Wait, you played lacrosse? I played lacrosse. Played football. You don't. Where would you play lacrosse? Vermont.
1: Is that where you're from? Uh, I'm from Yonk I'm from like White Plains, uh Yonkers, but my parents divorced. Right. So I spent my summers like uh here and in like Walden visiting my grandparents. You
0: see, what's funny about you playing lacrosse always struck me like an uppity like Connecticut, like rich white thing. It is yeah. very much that, but uh i see you being like the guy almost like if we were making the Enforcer. Yeah, like a Mighty Ducks movie and they were recruiting some trash <laughs> kid just to hurt people. Hey, the you, best, you would you be na- that guy. <laughs> you really nailed it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hoping you were going to say fuck you like like no, no, I was the premier <laughs> I player. I was I was the
1: finesse guy. 8th <laughs> grade. No, I did I was I got pretty nasty with the short stick eventually, but uh 8th grade we like only lost a few games and I got so many fucking penalties. Uh like I was fucking awesome. Like they always put me back in when we did it. But I fucking used to lay kids out, and I got so many penalties at the end of the year they gave me. What a do trophy. you get a
0: penalty for in lacrosse? Oh,
1: you can hit someone in the head with a stick. You can fucking throw them some out. Al- you can give them like uh, you can cross. You could cross check it where you have your thing so you just hitting them too hard with your stick. Right. Uh, God, there's a lot. You can fucking leave your feet and like take them out real bad.
0: Yeah. You know, keep talking. Like, I'm not uh, fine. I mean, okay. that's, that's inside stuff that Victor and Hector want to know about. You mean specifically? No, I think you. Uh, okay. I'm going to. I think I'm too loud. <laughs> and I think you just made me louder. Uh-huh. We're trying oh, to figure out this. You? I this think. Is, no, oh, that's sure. him. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm completely just adjusting him for no reason. We're trying to get a little more on top of the sound here, but we're, we're figuring it out as we go. Well, yeah, that's and with loyal listeners like Hector, I think he'll stay with us through anything. DIY, baby. This is what it's all about. With the internet, thin.
1: we don't need those motherfuckers. This is all about us. Right.
0: So going back to our health, so then the next option is exercise, <laughs> which Yussel, you're, you're big into that. You can tell our fans about keeping in oh, yeah. shape you, and being healthy. exercise. Right. And you're, you're, you're more recently trying to get into exercise a little bit, right? Uh
1: you know, I um you know I have been yeah, I when I left New York I mean when I came to New York I I kinda stopped all that stuff. Right. But before I came there, like my biggest hobby was like bicycling and I did fucking uh Nippon Goju Kai. What the fuck is that? It's a uh style of karate that was actually Formed in uh, the Bronx. And
0: then <laughs> 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 That's not the expected destination on <laughs> <laughs> New Upon Going guy. <laughs> You're like, who taught me that? Oh, Ralph, he lives next door. <laughs> yeah, <it> was, <laughs> is that it was like uh, by Chester
1: and Fred Miller? They were kickboxing <laughs> champions and they were brothers.
0: Oh, so they were actually pretty good at it. Oh, they were. Was that something actually. you sparred doing, or? Yep, I did that, and uh, then I
1: I did uh, boxing uh, in Easton, which is right. where Larry Holmes is from, and I did it in his gym. But he oh,
0: so you actually have a fair amount of like, fighting experience.
1: You rented the gym out. Like, I'd see him, like, when he picked up rent.
0: Right. Dude, I sparred once. For for a short while, I started going to, like, a a fighting gym. Really short while. Basically, I I did comedy for about a year. I moved back home, and I was like, let me try, like, some other hobbies because this comedy thing's pretty rough. Like, I I was like, let let me see if, like, there are other things I might enjoy also. So I started going to this fighting gym, and I really wasn't there that long. I I was probably doing two months of, like, a beginner's boxing class, just, like, generic class, and, and then they started on Sunday They were doing, like, sparring. You could hang out. You could spar. I got to tell you, I fucking love sparring. Like, you just leave there, and you get hit in the face, and, like, it's better than drugs. There's just, like, a calm thing that comes with taking a couple shots in the face. I really love getting hit in the face. But then on the the other side of that was, like, I kind of realized, oh, I quit drugs for another activity that just gives me brain damage. Like, I got to find a hobby that isn't brain damage-inducing, right? (laughs) But I only sparred—I probably sparred— a couple rounds. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking two or three times I got in the ring. Uh, but the first time I did it, I get up against, like, this little scrappy... Like, he's this really just tiny, fast Mexican kid. Keeps coming in. and by, I think we're doing jabs only. I keep fucking hitting him in the face. I'm hitting him hard. And he just keeps moving forward. You're like, what the fuck is going on? I can't, like... I can't believe this kid's not backing up. He hits me in the face for the, like within three seconds, I had the first bloody nose I'd had in like, f- since I was a kid. Like instantly, I just had a bloody nose. And you're like, oh, this kind of sucks. Yeah, I have, I have a leaky nose, but that never really stopped me. Um, you mean just right away, y- your nose will leak if you take a punch? Well, I,
1: uh, <laughs> I wasn't like, I was in the, like, I was in the gym every day and I sparred every day for probably like f- five months, four months. Like, right. I sparred like five days a week. And uh since I was like skinny fat, like I was, like two hundred pounds, but a lot of it was fat. So they had. You me mean going just fat? It sounds fat. like you're just fat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I I was all. I mean, I was in shape. I was in boxing shape. Oh, you know, I, I know what you mean by it that. Two months, but I had
0: like fat on me.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm like that also. So they had me going against heavyweights and. Um, That's
0: Yosef's life too. So no, he knows is. where you're coming from.
1: Yeah, Heavyweights <laughs> and also like the smaller guys too. Right. So I mean, I was I would I sparred a lot, you know, and uh, I stopped. And came to New York, like, probably three weeks later. Do, oh, my God. Do you want to know what today is? What's the tell you anniversary? The today is my fucking three-year anniversary. Of, of being in New York? Of doing an, uh, my first open mic ever.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing comedy yeah, too long. Six, six fifteen, six thirty. Oh, at 6.30, you yeah, actually know it in a minute. Yeah. That's yeah. a guy yeah. who loves comedy. Good for you. I got to tell you, for a while, I was sitting in the heavy bag. I was hoping you'd be more excited. No, I mean, I'm totally excited. I said to edit that What? <laughs>
1: What do you mean? No, I'm I'm oh,
0: okay. He's I'm here
2: sorry. on his anniversary, and you're not giving
0: him his proper no, due. Well, what am I supposed to sing? Happy birthday? Is it like a song I'm supposed to sing yeah, for that? Yeah, so yeah you're, you're supposed song, to have a cake. Give me my carrot shit. cake. Well, if you had told <laughs> me beforehand it was your anniversary, I might have gotten something. That's why I was trying to move past. I felt <laughs> awkward that I didn't have something Got it. to celebrate his anniversary. You didn't have the present. Yes, yeah, so I'm so trying to move it along. another I grab thing from the pile? It also makes me sad because I just been, I, like, I, I, I was there kind of when you first started doing comedy. That makes me just think about how long I've been doing it. So I'm like, I don't want to hear... It's like birthdays make me depressed to hearing about how long you've been... It's like, fuck, I've been like, yeah, and you don't still, even want to know. And he's still so excited about it. He knows to the minute when he started. He loves it. And so, it, it, I, like we got to move on. What was I don't, I, I don't
2: think you knew the minute. No. I don't even after. know the year. No, I'm saying. Oh, I don't even know the year. I, I bet, like, the day after you probably yeah, forgot the You d- know what? Yeah. He's a
0: pussy for being sentimental. <laughs> 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 Dude, uh, I'm
1: so sentimental. I cry over, like,
0: pressed flowers. So, I hit the heavy bag for a while i was hitting the heavy bag uh, almost oh, every I'm talking day about crying not what not oh crying oh yeah what did you say about I'm crying about i didn't even have health motherfucker <laughs> yeah. crying is, crying is <laughs> crying. i'm not probably you is you ever very cry healthy yourself to sleep at like 10 o'clock how often you do you actually cry
1: uh, a lot man really yeah i mean i smoke a lot of weed and i fucking uh i'm not oh. afraid to cry at all like i've done that like i'll watch like wow. something emotional you know and you'll
0: cry hell
1: fuck yeah, yeah I'm oh fu- i'll cry like a commercial <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm like angry and sad all the time But I cry like maybe once or twice a year It's usually on mushrooms <laughs> I take some mushrooms and all that shit I'm holding down Just starts pouring out I remember they had this
1: Budweiser commercial during the Super Bowl with this tiny little horse It just caught you the wrong way this tiny, No, <laughs> it caught me the right way This tiny little horse became one of those fucking big horses And I was like, man, I'm going to be a big <laughs> horse too And I'm going to be the biggest horse And I'm going to pull that fucking <laughs> Budweiser <drink." laughs> I can't
0: say I relate to that. You're safe. Is oh, that I could definitely relate to crying. Wow. I didn't realize. I'll
2: cry if I get
3: into
1: a fight. Yeah, you know, oh. it's not even like. I've a, never gotten into a fight. Like, it's not like. It's not even like getting hit. It's fucking. I, my, I just just look my way my body works. I like crying at the happiness? Be blo- that
0: might just be brain damage. Brain damage? <laughs> no, nah, I'm slick, man. I think so I'm anyways, okay. For a while, I, I was sitting in the heavy bag all the time. And this was a couple months back, I was actually in really good shape. I was running sprints. I was like squatting, deadlifting. Now. I kind of wanted to spar just because I'm not comfortable getting hit. I had, actually, I was, like, uh, fooling around with Gomez. We were slap boxing, and I just realized for all my speed against the heavy bag, I couldn't catch him. I was like, I got to get comfortable getting hit, kind of standing in the pocket, figuring out how to move around with an actual opponent. So he's got some fighting experience. See,
1: I'm going to be a really yeah. good sparring partner for you because I have a lot of sparring experience, and I know not to fuck you up. You right. Know? And also, but, I'm a lot better than you, so I can fucking, like, right. let you get in, and I cannot get hurt, like, when, like... When you hit, me. oh
0: okay, because what I was gonna say more was, oh, like jokingly, I was like, "Hey man, let's start," sp-. and he was like, "Yeah man, let's fucking go yeah, ahead. and I was I like, love "The fight," and I was like, "Oh, I might have thrown that at the wrong person." <laughs> so now, now I'm actually, no, now I'm, actually, like, no, now like I'm here, you be a good, good uh, coach, but like the next three, you were so excited about, I was like, "I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get the shit kicked out of me," and then t- more on top of that, so I kind of wanted to spar because I'd like to figure out, kind of, kind of get comfortable getting hit and how to figure out how to use my moves and move around. And then he sends me a drill to do, which is you put. By the way, I want to get. Hit in the face as little as possible because I'd like to have a brain and be able to do smart. That's well, like sure. a goal of mine, right? But I yeah, would I like know. to somewhat get comfortable, learn some defense. So he sends me a link where it's you put one of your legs. Each person puts a leg into a tire yeah. so that there's nowhere to go, and the entire drill is basically. How many Mm -hmm. uppercuts you could take to the face. No, it's sparring. (laughs) Like the complete opposite (laughs) of what I thought might be good for, like, kind of figuring out how to, like, handle getting hit was, like, him, like, like, fight club style. (laughs) Let's stand in the same place and trade punches to the face. It was almost like we're
2: hoping, like, you know, a nice spread out kind of thing where,
0: uh, you know, you'd. Let's get hit here and there. <laughs> Let's this take it like easy. <laughs> Let's learn how to weave out of a punch. Let's learn and like his his drill was all right. We're gonna hit each other in the face as hard as we can. We're gonna learn how to get hit in the. I mean, you don't talk like that, but that's the way yeah. I heard it in my head when I saw that um that thing. So, anyways, I, I tore a titty. So, in terms of being healthy, right, exercise is also out. So, I'm just thinking, my advice to our listeners trying to live a healthier life is you got to drink more. And here's my reason why: drink more water, right? No, no, you got to drink more booze because there's healthy. nothing more fun than the couple occasions a year where you engage in hard party. Now, for most people that might be like for me, it's like two or three nights a year you end up hanging out with your pals and you go pretty hard. And nothing sucks more than when you're a fucking lightweight. When you actually have that evening but you've been sober all year, so it's like you're the guy who passes out ten hours early. You're the guy who's you know what I mean? You kinda have to cross train for your party nights. Yeah, but you can't overdo it. What do you mean you mean in life You can't do it all the time. No, you don't want to do it all the time, but I'm saying you want to kind of keep your... Hone your skills. Hone your skills. Keep yeah. your liver in the game so that you're good to go. So now, I've been drinking since high school. Basically since high school. Since In high school, I would say senior year, I started the habit. I mean, we used to get and you, out... And you haven't looked back. <laughs> we used to get out at lunch. We used to drink beers. Day would end, and we'd smoke pot. I basically lived my, wor- my life like a 50-year-old laid-off factory worker. <laughs> That was the way So I got some drinking tips and so my first bit of wisdom I feel like I could hand over to people trying to live a little bit better is how to kinda of hard party without getting sick, right? You got any good like tips on this? You probably smoke pot so you don't like get that hammered 'cause I uh I used I uh I get pretty hammered. Oh I, really? <laughs> yeah. No, sometimes it's uh, a good trick, like you get boot you get like rock and stone first before you drink, so it's like you're just not gonna drink that much. Yeah, people can't tell how drunk I am sometimes. You're like a lucid drunk or just because you're more no, on either way? Like, I don't mean more of a like you're As long
1: as I'm good like uh, if, uh, like as long as I'm good like uh, things are great at home and stuff I'm a very pleasant drunk you know um, people can set me off you know and I want to fight
0: because I'm like let's get punched
1: in the face <laughs> but, You don't even
0: um, want to fight them you just want them to <laughs> hit you No nah, no nah, I want to fuck you up <laughs> I like
1: I like punch uh, walls and stuff to keep my hands hard. So I'm always like, yeah, you see, that's I'm a different smart. level of crazy. <laughs> that that's is. when you're
0: like, I can't spar with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, I got. I no, got, once my uh, titty gets healthy, we're gonna do it.
3: I got
1: two pairs of gloves. I got three pairs of gloves. Actually. I got gloves. Great.
0: Great. No, we're gonna North do side. it. We, we are gonna do it. Um, so here's my. Somewhere under this mess. drink water. I've
1: never been hung over, really. That's I'm a good one.
0: That's on my list. One or two. Well, you're also uh, how old are you though? Twenty six. Yeah, you're still a little young. That was one of the things, by the way. Uh, For a little while, I kind of felt, I would say, a little bit guilty about, I guess, how much time or life I might have wasted drinking. But then I also realized, as you get older, you start dealing with, like, hangovers and shit. So you might as well do that while you're young, because you really don't... For a while, I thought, like, drugs and alcohol are the one thing you can always come back to it. It's like everything else in life, you kind of have to invest in skill sets, otherwise you miss an opportunity. Drugs and alcohol, you can start doing that at 60. It's like, you, you didn't really miss out. It is what it is. But now I've learned that's not true. You start getting hangovers and sick later in life. So if you're in high school, you got to take advantage of your young body. Those are the years to hard party. You can go as hard as you want, wake up in the morning, still feel fine. So don't regret it. Don't think but twice.
2: Do you think there's an actual cap on how many hangovers you could have in your life? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying <laughs> is hangovers start coming later in life when you age. Right. So don't think you're squandering your youth by drinking or hard partying because you're using the best years for doing that because you're not going to have to deal with yeah, hangovers. but you could
1: using the best years... To like be throwing rocks really far, or something. <laughs> you, <know?
0: laughs> you really came up with a compelling argument. you know what if you're out there, was that something you did? was that a hobby of yours? No, drinking versus know.
1: rock throwing i i uh i stopped I stopped drinking sometime in January, and um
0: I feel like I've gotten a lot better at comedy, like okay.
1: I feel like I've literally doubled myself i've,
0: I've had i've kind of had the opposite in that um since i've stopped i I've mostly stopped drinking. I just don't really do comedy because I don't want to leave my house. <laughs> yeah,
1: you were saying like, well, I don't want leave my house. I was like, you could tell jokes. <laughs> no, that
0: was like when I was drinking and doing open mics. So it's like I always wanted to do open mics. I always wanted to hang out at the clubs like because that was all part of drinking. When I really stopped drinking while I was doing comedy, I just didn't want to show up as much. But whatever. Here are my tips. Let's keep this all positive. Here are my tips for hard parting. First and foremost, stick to one color. That's an easy one, all right? right. That's bullshit. No, no, that it one works. Just drink it all, baby. <laughs> you know what my favorite thing is? If you're a guy who punches walls, you might be born in a different way that you can handle anything. I like anything. white Mexicans. Uh, it's uh, Kahlua, tequila, and cream. I call that white Russians. No, that's with vodka. Oh, wait, what's yours?
1: Oh, it tastes better. It's got a different flavor. Vodka's just rubbing alcohol, but tequila's got you know, Richness. barrels. Yeah. Okay. Scorpion dust. That's what they call that? No, I call
0: it a um, <laughs> I call it a Carmelo <laughs> Alvarez because it's a white Mexican. Is that a white? I don't know. He's who. a boxer. Oh, okay, cool. Um, next, here's a simple rule: six is the sweep spot. Ten is kind of the sick zone. So I always try and stay within like six to ten in a night. You go over ten, I find you start getting sick. Right. You already said this. Honestly, oh, you, you yeah.
2: Like, if you're count, if if you're at ten and actually counting, then I feel like that's a bad thing.
0: What do you mean? Like oh, that's once like once it a starts to get to that point, like you should be. You don't want to be really
1: the counter. Yeah,
0: no, I think that's what I'm saying. I think it's good to be aware of. Oh, I'm over ten. Uh, drinks. If you're gonna
1: count, you should probably stop it too. Like that's because like one, two. By the time you get your other beer, you're starting to feel like all right. And if you wait enough, you'll be like, oh, cool,
0: and you'll have like a chill buzz. And uh, it's hard to stop, you know. I just find if you can keep a mental clock going. Oh, I, I find for me, it's like over 10. That's like when hangovers, like shit, you know, puking or any of that starts coming in. Sometimes I can go up to 15. It's okay, but over like 10 is like that upper threshold. Yeah. Um, I like to mix it up, to be honest. It's like one night. I'm very into rye whiskeys and like IPAs. That's like my standard, but I'll mix it up. I'll be uh, like, I'll be have a vodka night. Oh, I had a vodka night earlier in the week. Let's make this a gin night. Oh, let's do tequila. I, I'm very like, what haven't I done in a while? I don't know why that is. Um, drink a lot of water. You already said that. That's big. If you start alternating drinks, oh, yeah, pounding water. You'll wake up fine. And then here's the last one. And also it kinda it levels it out. Oh right. Like as the night, you know,
2: is going or or the day. Right. Um, you know, that that water kinda it doesn't really mitigate the the actual buzz. It kinda like takes it keeps it at a nice level. And then I had this
0: was my biggest one for kinda knowing if you were too far or kinda like recognizing those signs. Like if you're leaning on shit. Like, that's a big one. Like, if you start where you're not really standing straight, you have to, like, lean on walls. That was always this like... A, like, 101, I feel like. That was, like, a telltale sign. Oh, you're too drunk. Or, like, you have those moments where you're too wild. And you're like, all right, I better cut back. But I had this past and I had a family function. And all of my little tricks, they failed me. I don't know what happened. I woke up. <laughs> what are you laughing at?
1: <laughs> I imagine you trying to lean on something too small and just falling over.
0: <laughs> no, that's not what happened. I thought I was fine all night. I didn't think I drank that much. And then the next day... Anything I tried to consume, it came out of me, and it was like someone turned on, like, one of those outside garden faucets. It was, like, just total—and by the way, health tip, you want to have the best sleep of your life. Oh, my God. After projectile vomiting, that is a good fucking nap. Mm. I mean, that is, like, straight to REM sleep. You can sleep a whole fucking day.
1: I've heard sleep doesn't count if uh you're— drunk
0: they say it's not like as uh it's hard to believe but what that it's um how could it not count it's like i'm sleeping bro i woke up i'm still drunk <laughs> okay we're 30 minutes in and this has been complete nonsense so what, what? i'm gonna do is it's been great okay it's we're probably gonna be your <laughs> <bent> 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> of radio not content yet so um i got like four news stories we're gonna cover real quick Let's bang them and out. then we got our health guru here our <laughs> spiritual advisor rob's guide for better mental health and living joseph roberts and so we're going to pick his brain a little bit on uh, general happiness so first news story we have is um you got trump he's kind of ramping up the drone program so his recent huffington post article that said nearly 90 percent of people killed in recent drone strikes were not the target which means (laughs) if our goal was to kill civilians we would get an a minus in that that's how good we are at not getting our targets. Now, here's what's crazy about the drone program overall. They, this is what they think. 380 to 801 people are the amount of civilians that were killed under Obama. Civilians, not, not civilians. On, wait, say that number again. Okay, they're not sure. It's a wide range. So let's say 400 to 800 people, civilians were killed okay. during the drone strikes by Obama, right? right? Now, here's what's crazy about that. 9-11, the incident that <laughs> sparked... Us doing all these drone strikes, everything, that's 2,700 people, right? So based on that estimate, just on, on our side, we've killed about a quarter to an eighth to of as many people that were killed on 9-11. That's just through the drone strikes And storm. how long? Well, thats it's a lot of years since nine eleven. I mean, we can do the math. That's 2011. <laughs> so is uh, Trump <laughs> better at killing civilians yeah, than Obama? Do you think he's flying better. it himself? Do no. you think he's
1: like, I'm going to get him?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think he actually did the opposite where Do you think it's Baron? What do you mean? Letting Baron Trump fly a few <laughs> drones. That's why they're missing so many people. <laughs> he actually has the his hands on the controller. Or you never know, sometimes like isn't he kind of autistic, Baron?
1: Ooh. No, I'm asking. I thought that was a thing. up. no, I'm kidding. Yeah, he's fucking retarded.
0: Yeah, so he might that might be a special skill. Maybe that could be the end of You never know with the like what they're they're almost like the X-Men. You got to find that one thing that they're super good at and make them do that one thing. Um, but now, <coughs> civilian casualties are actually much larger. Twenty six thousand civilian deaths were um, happened in when we were in Afghanistan. I saw one number online that from the war on terror, terror, I think this is total deaths. I don't know how many of these are civilian. There were four million deaths. Oh so it's a little bit crazy of us to have had a single attack here where twenty seven hundred people were killed, and then have that result in four million civilian casualties abroad. Now four million, I'm I'm telling you, that's probably like some large internet figure. But even the thing is that one shot was,
2: or the 9/11, it's, it had more. I don't know. I don't want to say more meaning. No, but but that's
0: to us, to these other people in their country. We've done. Their
2: 9/11s have happened like
0: daily. Yes, that's just because we live here. So they did it to us. We're like, well, you kind of just no we're fucking ki- we're no better we're killing fucking civilians in other countries that's yeah, the same thing yeah, we there. complained about here was how can you target civilians now we might not target civilians but we're not really <laughs> trying to avoid them we're not really doing anything any yeah. any better and so here's what trump kind of <coughs> did with the uh with the drone program he's trying to firstly he's trying to loosen i guess the structuring the laws where he wants to label things as being like terrorist places so you don't even have to worry about the civilians i'm not sure about the legality of that and he also just wants to hand it over to the cia he doesn't even want to know Christ. he doesn't even want to know when they're doing drone strikes he just wants to be like hey leave me to tweet you guys bomb who you want i like i like that we're bombing people do it i don't know anyone have any it, to me i was just like this is a little bit crazy
1: i can't imagine being over there man i just uh, what can we do right now to help help those guys out is there any, like... Can you, like, get on your computer and, like, hack a drone or something?
0: <laughs> I don't think so.
1: Make it go west, because that shit makes me feel bad. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... It just seems like... Yeah. It's, I mean, four million people is uh, enough to, like... They could vote. I mean, you know, and be, they could be their
2: own but country. I, you, I,
0: I just want to, That four million was the highest figure I... found. Fa- so that, that, that's, that's, like, an extreme figure... But the point is, we've definitely killed more even civilians. Even knock it down
2: to a million, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah. still,
1: countries. You know, that's like the size of countries. Million people, millions of people. Yeah, it's uh, so wild. I, I, uh, it's like hard to accept stuff like that. You know, like that's where we're the fucking living on that side. Right, you we're the, the bad guys. Yeah,
0: no one wants to think that. Okay, here's a more friendly story. A Texas lawmaker has proposed a bill that would fine a man a hundred dollars each time he masturbates. Right? The bill also imposes. Any, any thoughts on that? Keep going. The okay. bill also imposes a twenty-four hour waiting period if a guy wants a colonoscopy, a vasectomy, or if he's in the market for Viagra.
1: Is that a Democrat? Yeah. So here's yeah, of the course. reason. <laughs> Democrats always want to fucking control your homes, dude.
0: Well, here's Bam. The, here's the reason why she wants to do it. She. Oh my oh, God. Of Hang that. Get that cunt out of there. How about that? <laughs> Jesus. She knows the bill isn't going to get very far, but she proposed it last week to make a point and give male lawmakers a taste of their own medicine. In other words, there's a lot of oh, lawmaking that saying. goes into well, abortions. I really like that then. Into Plan B, into this. So she wants to say, hey, I want these people to know what it's like when government's regulating your health and sexuality. Way but I be, would think it would it be make funny. call a lady I like a cunt, Robbie. <laughs> 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 now, I think what would be funny is... She wants to give them a taste of their own medicine in terms of what it is to be regulated. I would love it if this chick got a taste of her own medicine of what it's like when people protest abortion clinics. She comes home and there's just like a circle jerk going on <laughs> on her lawn. <laughs> 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 we actually did we did a newsroom joke about this a while ago. I didn't know the story was t- still relevant, but it's a crazy thing to go, "Hey, I'm being regulated, so I'm going to put regulations on you." That's like the most corrupt thing in government. Yeah, that's retarded. Okay, but, but I think it's it's Yeah. I don't think sh- at least her
2: I, I doubt that her game plan with this regulation is to actually put regulation in. It's uh, it's to drum up a story. I think if she could, kinda I think if she could do it. Think.
0: If she was in full control, I think she would oh, do it. Really? I yeah. Don't know. I think I, she no, would I, do it to prove the point. I, the, I, if she I call her. If she could get that law passed, she would. <laughs> get you should get her, on, on, the her on the show, dude. <laughs> maybe should, because like maybe we could do a panel discussion <laughs> with her and Hector the painter. Oh, man, make sure See I'm on what everyone bench, has to too. say. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Those things are
2: usually just to kind yeah, of get it be, out there. Bring could be the a yeah. story out there.
0: Um. Okay. Well, um. Trump. He just cleared house in the Justice Who? Department. The uh, President Trump. Remember that guy got elected. So he just cleared house in the Justice Department. Apparently, a lot of times when a new president comes in, they clear out the Justice Department. What's crazy about that is that you're basically saying, "Hey, those people didn't stand for justice." it's it's so fucking like bad that race. seems like that should be something that the executive branch doesn't it, the, the justice department like mm-hmm. were they not doing justice were they not doing their jobs or are you stealing the justice department to pursue your political agendas in which case yes. don't call it the fucking justice department it's either called, that that should either be an independent branch of government or it just shouldn't exist because you're just clearly showing that it's politicized yeah and it's oh, it's not
2: like they're kind of hand picking like uh, you know these guys. We don't like w- what they did. It's just a blanket. Everyone who was in in the last regime, gone. right? They didn't even pick like th- yeah. they didn't
0: even say like, oh, these guys are really good. Let's pick them. Yeah. Let's stick.
2: Let's keep them around. Like they've b- they've been you know doing some good bipartisan work Again, or whatever it is.
1: Again, that's just you know trying to Politics. send a, send a message. You know, show light to just be like, yeah, we're in charge. This is our new regime. But that's, I mean a, that's yeah, a problem.
0: That's we're ridiculous. supposed to <laughs> live in a democracy. Yeah, well, well that's, that's, you're that's, what,
1: that's, what we're, that's what we're doing. Why aren't we voting these motherfuckers in? I mean, what the fuck? Are oh, they, you mean the people the attorney?
2: attorneys? Yeah,
1: what the
0: fuck? Why why we let some
1: retard pick them that we vote in earlier? We should vote in some other retard. You know,
0: like, well, uh, so th- th- there's two sides to that the one side is hey we kind of vote with private interest. So in some of these things, if we're voting the people in, that's how you end up with the Trump or you end up with an idiot. It's actually best to get the best professionals. But then the flip side of that is that no, it actually keeps these people in check and makes sure that we're getting representation. So I I I, I don't necessarily disagree with where you're coming from. I could s- I
2: could see that, but you know I just think it's just totally ludicrous that that
0: (laughs) That he's clearing house yeah i think you made the best point it's like we should at least be able like see if people had a good track Mm -hmm. record if someone is like i I mean they were making a big sink about this guy in new york i don't know enough about him to know if he was good or bad it seems like he had an opportunity to pursue a lot of people who were involved in he didn't really pursue criminal allegations against a lot of the people who were involved in like the uh you know, like uh, the debt crisis and all that bullshit. That is so distracting. <laughs> you're like, you're like doing a strip <laughs> show of your dick into the mic or something. Uh, yeah, is yeah. your ass itchy? What's going no, on? So I was just getting loose. Oh, okay, you you know what? I'm not going to call <laughs> you out again. You get as loose <laughs> as you need. Um, are you like taking in the ass? <laughs> that really looked like you were trying to like get your butties oh, ready I'm for put something. It in someone's ass. <laughs> um, all right, I lost my train of thought on this. Next story. Talking about Trump and his little dick. <laughs> was that what I was talking about? I don't remember Probably. Okay. Um, 83% of America's top high school science students Are the children of immigrants I read that and I think This is another reason why we have to get rid of these people
3: Oh my god <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're making us look bad
1: they already make us look <laughs> bad by being in the fucking country because we haven't. But made they're smart <laughs> on us. You know what?
0: That makes us look bad. they ruining grade curves. Yeah, dude. We don't make fucking uh, scientists anymore. We don't make engineers. They all come Wait, from other countries. Reason, you understand? The only reason I got through both math and chemistry when I was in high school was because the rest of the city was so retarded. That they had to curve that shit I literally failed both those things And then they had to curve it You curved where, it up Where here. I had like an 80 You get See, these smart fucking immigrants I wouldn't have gone through high school You shouldn't have gone through high school
1: You fucking ape <laughs> <laughs> Like the curve is what's ruining this fucking country That's why I don't
0: know how to write in cursive no more You can't Well cursive was a waste of time I don't know why they All ever telling right, me I that I actually can really well But I was kind of <laughs> <laughs> You just thought but that might be a good example I, 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 I can't do addition
1: <laughs>
0: Okay Last last news topic. We fucking plowed through the news. Right? We should make minutes. that the new format. Have a guest get through all the news in ten minutes. So a lot of healthcare reform going on, oh, right? man, we're back to this. Th- we're, we're gonna get through this real quick. So um, a good lead in. What? Yeah, to our health guru over here, telling us how to live a happier life. <laughs> so first and foremost, there's a lot of record- reporting from the CDC, and that like 26 million people are gonna lose their insurance by 2026. Now, what's a little disingenuous about that is the CDC puts out reports all the time about issues in regards to debt and how we're ignoring debt. Specifically, like they put out reports every year, hey, if we don't change Social Security, it's going to be insolvent by this year. I never see them report that stuff. So it seems like it's a little bit pick and choosing in the news where usually they don't look at these forward-looking figures that are kind of look bad. But in this case, since it, it fits their narrative, that's all you're reading on the news. Fine, like, fine, the CDC, they're actually... Th- this is interesting. The CDC, uh, the CDC, the CDO. Uh, no, the C... Yeah, con- no, is CBO. C- Congressional Budget Control? Yeah, I have the wrong... Once again, the names, I'm retarded. Con- I was thinking walking dead. CBO, the Congressional Budget Office. They put out non- bipartisan reports all the time about... How me- the cost of Medicare, the cost of Social Security, and they'll tell you Social Security is defunct, and like these are the changes we need to make. Mm-hmm. And then the politicians they can't make those changes because it's not politically viable. But then the news they never report this shit. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of crazy to me that now they found a figure that kind of fits what they want to see, and that's it's being paraded all over the news. The other thing that's kind of a little bit disingenuous. Firstly. Paul, Paul Ryan's being a little disingenuous because he's going, hey, I got this three-part plan. A little? The first part of his three-part plan is essentially just defunding Obamacare so that there is no care, and then, you know... And then people are going to be clamoring for it. Exactly. People are going to have to play ball with him. So it's not like he's got a bunch of different things going on or he's got a replacement plan. What he's trying it's, to do is... He's got one plan. <laughs> no, he wants to ruin the old thing. As far as I understand, he wants to ruin the old things that the Democrats have no choice but to play ball in whatever their program is. Um, the other thing is that, that was really disingenuous in the news was they were talking about how he doesn't ins- understand insurance because they were painting this picture of providing for pre-existing conditions was like if someone got into a car accident and then you said, well, I didn't have a car accident. I don't want to pay for this guy's car accident. But what's not true in that example is pre-existing conditions is the guy showing up on the car lot after his car was already in an accident and saying, how come I can't get this taken care of? Pre-existing conditions means you didn't have insurance, you got sick, and then you said, hey, you got to give me coverage. Uh-huh. So they're being very disingenuous in the way that they're kind of explaining pre-existing conditions.
2: They're kind of beating around uh...
0: Yeah. And then here's the last thing, and this is on the, on the Democrat side. So one of the big Republicans' talking points is that people that have coverage are not actually getting care. So it's like when you're talking about how all these Americans have coverage, there's no doctor that will actually take their plan. So I want to read a quick thing I saw today in the Wall Street Jan- Wall Street Journal. Medicaid is the largest or second largest line item in the nearly every state budget. But for all practical purposes, the main tool states have to control costs is to pay doctors and hospitals less than private insurers pay for the same care. As a result, fewer doctors accept Medicaid patients, making it very hard for Medicaid enrollees to get access to the care when they need it. Poor access insurance means that Medicaid enrollees remarkably have no better health outcomes than those with no insurance at all. I have to call bullshit on that. I had Medicaid. It was fantastic. It was better than the health insurance I had this past year working for a Fortune 500 company. Medicaid was super simple. You called them up and you said, hey, what doctor accepts this? They'd give you five or six names. You'd call them up. They were available and they were incredible. Now, maybe that's because I live in Connecticut and like maybe you like you're in the deep south. (laughs) It's not that as easily available. But I can tell you yeah, my... there's like
2: one general doctor there.
0: It could be. Yeah. And he doesn't... Doing th- everything. I, I can't speak... It's a large country. I can't speak for the whole country. Yeah. I can speak to my personal experience with Medicaid was that it was fantastic and that this claim of that you have a health insurance policy and people aren't giving you coverage is bullshit. Okay. Here's the last talking point on healthcare. One of the big things that's changing... Um, this is from the CDO. And I took this from a Wall Street Journal article. So this new healthcare reform... Um, it cuts spending on net by $1.22 trillion and eliminates a raft of new taxes worth $883 billion through 2026. Now, the largest entitlement program and its growing in cost happens to be healthcare spending, right? Now, in my opinion, there's kind of like a war going on here between young and old. Old people are like, hey, you're fucking us out of benefits. And then people like us are like, Wait. why won't you die? <laughs> yes, that's exactly the <laughs> argument. No, there is kind of a thing. Hey, I'm paying for your Social Security. You guys existed with the greatest wealth expansion of all human history. That was mostly, from my understanding, funded through government debt. This is all things that have saddled us and we don't seem to have the same opportunities that any of you guys had. Right. Quit taking our money and pretending like it's you're pretending like this money is just free. It's debt. Someone's got to pay this fucking bill. Right, that's what they're used to, but it's also like this thing like, wait, you're not going to help us? Well, who's fucking paying for it? You've already saddled us with a lot of expenses that funded your lifestyle. To whatever extent, like, you even had food on your fucking table or a house over your roof. In some ways, that was funded by debt, and in some ways, it screwed us out of some economic opportunities. How much wealth are you guys going to plunder from pr- from future generations? And that's it. We're done with politics. Now we can move on to health guru, Joseph Roberts. Now, Joseph Roberts is sitting here, and he's wondering, what makes me Rob Bernstein's health guru, right? So I want to answer that question. He's been thinking about that the I past think he has. I think minutes. since the second he sat down, he was wondering, <laughs> why is it that Rob looks to me as a spiritual advisor for health and happiness? And so here's the answer. It's a great book. You guys ever hear this? Uh, Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power? I've seen one of those, yeah. Great book. Now, Reading it happens to be... You've seen a book? I've seen that book. Uh, It happens to be, it's a self- I've seen a book. (laughs) It's basically a self-help book, and it's written in a very dark way of like, here's how to exploit other people, and it's written in a way of like, that the pursuit of power is actually the highest goal in life, and if you're not understanding of that, you're not being honest, it's not the way I live my life, but this one paragraph I thought was one of the best advice I've ever read. You call it a power graph? Sure. From now on, <laughs> this one power graph <laughs> Perfect. is one of the most insightful things I ever read, so I want to read it real quick. Um, uh, give me one second. Of course, you would think I would know exactly. It'd probably be, like, marked off, but <laughs>
2: you clearly you're going to have to... Okay,
0: here we go. It's one paragraph. Associate with the generous, then, and they will infect you, opening up everything that is tight and restricted in you. If you are gloomy, gravitate to the cheerful. If you are prone to isolation... Force yourself to befriend befriend the gregarious. Never associate with those who share your defects. They will reinforce everything that holds you back. Only create associations with positive affinities. Make this a rule of life, and you will benefit more than from any therapy in the world. That's pretty good. Can you you do it again? I'm not going to read it again. (laughs) Which brings me to Joseph Roberts, who could not be more different than me. I see Joseph Roberts. He's just a happy-go-lucky guy. He gets up at open mic. He's just happy to fucking like be working on jokes. He's happy to be there. He's not that nervous about what jokes are and aren't hitting. He enjoys the process. He loves comedy. And more than anything, I spoke to him once and he spent a stretch of his life homeless. And you say homeless. I usually affiliate with that with like the worst experience ever. Like, holy shit, that sounds like the lowest of the low. And he said it was such a smile of that was the best period of my entire life. So I'm complimenting you got some sort of like happy peace of mind, which I don't have. And so that's what I kind of really want to sit here and pick it's your brain about. Where you mesh. Yeah, that's where that's where uh, you make my, you become my spiritual advisor. I'm trying to figure out how you go from neurotic Jew to, hey, let's fucking get into a tire and punch each other in the face. <laughs> and just like, you know, float through life with that hat. And I, I think the answer is mostly that you've done more hallucinogenic ju- ju- drugs than me. I think that I might know. be why you have a looser brain, but we're going to discover that. I
1: don't know. I don't know if my brain's looser. I mean... Um you know, I'm just following my dreams. is why I'm so happy to be here you know right. I uh like like I said, three years ago today, I did my first open mic ever, and uh just fucking right. Felt you're going so back right. to
0: that anniversary. I didn't really celebrate again. he's no, no, trying I'm to make I'm me feel saying. guilty he's He's hoping saying. that there might be a <laughs> present <somewhere. laughs> he was hoping that since he mentioned <laughs> yeah. it, we like texted <laughs> yeah. a producer to show up with something some yeah. roses,
1: and um, you know before that and still in this time, you know until uh. Until June, June, July, August, yeah, until June, from March until June, I'm still just a fucking guy. Like, I'm coming here and doing open mics every now and then, but I'm just a fucking dude, like, naked on my couch playing video games, you know? I mean, when I first moved here, uh, like, in June, when I decided that I was just going to stay in New York and not go back to my dad's after, because I had a weekend job. I had a job working in Central Park doing um, security, you know? And, uh, it was enough like to pay my trip there and back. So I want to take a step back. So,
0: um, you're 26 now, right? Yeah. So you started comedy at age 23. Yep. So post high school, did you do college?
1: No, no, I was a nurse's aide. I took care of elderly people on Alzheimer's units. Was that Uh,
0: fun at all? Yeah. yeah, A lot of pudding.
1: (laughs) No, I, yeah. I mean, one time I ate a dead guy's pizza, uh, Guy. Was it
0: fresh because he had just died and you're All like, right. Oh, this is a win. I'm Fuck not gonna yeah. report this until I eat this pizza. No, they sent it down
1: when he was dead, so I ate that shit. Right. You're like, really I'm not gonna
0: yeah, I'm not gonna like leave this for the family, yeah. like, hey, sorry your <laughs> yeah. dad's dead, but he did just order a fresh pizza, yeah, it's, so it's
2: not gonna make anything better. <laughs> there's, no fa- there's no
1: family. It was very <laughs>
0: Were there any good
2: toppings
1: on it? Uh yeah, it was pepperoni. It was a personal pizza about the size of this. Oh, that's perfect.
0: Thing. Um, and it was
1: very sudden. He died underneath a table.
0: Okay, and so th- that was up in Vermont. Like that was by. No, that was that was in Pennsylvania. That was in Easton. Okay, so you graduated high school in. R- I spent two years
1: in Vermont, or maybe not two years, maybe like a year in Vermont. Right. Uh, I moved to this place in Vermont called Summer Street in Barry, which is like super ghetto. I lived uh, near Crackhead Mike, Crazy Mike, and Not So Crazy Mike. <laughs> That was those are, my f- those are three neighbors out of the five neighbors I had.
2: That was the homeless
0: period or no? No, this was my no, homed. Okay. This is and so how did you end up there? Was there a job opportunity? My, Crackhead my Mike's like, hey, I need a roommate. You can crash here for cheap. So my mom's
1: drinking buddy from when I was like 13 or something said that uh, it was all everything included for whatever the rent was. And then when I got there, they turned my electricity off after
0: like a month. <laughs> so I was like Oh I it guess wasn't it's not included, included. <laughs> 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 And what was this Vacation package they had pitched to you That what, like It includes cereal in the morning A toilet that flushes
1: Yo These doors stop locking <laughs> <laughs> The fucking shower thing fell off So it was just a spigot <laughs> It right. was like a fucking hose
0: Out of the shower And basically. were you working When you were there, was there Yeah like I was a
1: nurse's aide I was taking care of elderly people Okay
0: so you moved there Because you had a job As a nursing aide I, Well I was in my uh, My mom just bought a big house
1: And I was living in her house for right a little bit, paying rent uh, to her just like the mortgage and then she... Uh, Why'd your
0: mom make you pay rent? That's weird to me.
1: Well, because it was a house and she just wanted me to pay the mortgage. It was, a, uh, you know, we're not rich. We're fucking mad poor. She just bought a house uh, with retard money. She had like <laughs> retards living in there and uh, she <laughs> wanted to fucking pop a couple more retards in that house. So, so
0: your mom was leasing... the. Space out in the house to retard, so she, she was, was a like home a home care provider. So p- like for she would have, um, so you'd get for the like m- government funding for the mentally yeah. disabled, and she was trying to pack in as many <laughs> mentally disabled people as possible, right? And so, so when I when I were I'm taking up some space from these mentally, well, not at so first, we had to chip in. she had just bought a new. Were place. they fun to hang out with at all?
1: Um, some, you know, they were cool. Uh, it was a lot
0: better once I started smoking weed, because you were on the same page as them. <laughs> yeah, I you're guess like I like catch up on everything too. Um. Okay. So. Ketchup's
1: unhealthy, by the way.
0: Thanks for uh, it's the health and health episode. He's playing his role Thanks well. Thanks for ruining ketchup for me. Okay, so All sugar. you you go to this random spot. You're living with the crackheads, and you're taking care of and then Alzheimer's my dad, patients. My
1: dad comes and like rescues me, basically like drops a couple thousand dollars just to help me move out, like on the rental, maybe a couple hundred. But am I living my sister's for a little bit? Right. And uh, my dad and I and my girlfriend at the time uh, moved into this place. In Easton
0: What does your dad do For a living
1: Um My dad is like a veteran Uh He uh so he gets VA money He got drafted By uh The government You know Into the Vietnam War And then he spent an next year there And he never like graduated just for, college Just for kicks
0: He's like This is awesome Yeah basically. Let's no, well, some be, more shit He uh
1: Signed up for an extra year And got to go to Thailand Cause he made himself he got, he got to sign up As a clerk Okay And so he was a clerk He fucking got to go to Thailand Hang out You know Smoke weed, do shit, and uh, he came back, you know, went to college. I guess he was, like, a credit short. Or he said he had all his credits, so he just was, like, too lazy to fucking do the paperwork. It was like, yeah, bullshit, dad.
0: Right. <laughs> but, you know, who knows? No, I believe it. It took me, like, three years to get my degree after so I left like college because it was a bitch to file. So y- you move from, um, you're, you're up with Some. the crackheads. You move with your dad. That's Queens, No, I just assume Queens because oh, I just assume it's Queen because you guys are both Mets fans. The one time I saw you and your dad, you were both wearing like Mets hats or something. Yeah, when my dad, my dad. Yes, I just assumed it was Queens. I thought it was a fair assumption. I (laughs) thought you'd be on board with that. Yeah, he
2: lived at Citi Field.
0: Why would anyone else be a fan of the Mets if you're not (laughs) actually living living in Queens? Yeah, that's the only excuse for that. Fuck the Yankees. (laughs) He remembers when the Brooklyn Dodgers left. Okay, so you're with your dad two years. You're living with your dad. Yep, uh, and then. Are you working during that time?
1: Yeah, nurse's aide, dude. I'm working all the time. I'm but always you're, wiping ass.
0: Your nursing aide is that mostly what you were doing? All time, yeah, ass. ass. Wiping. Yeah, but you're, you're probably pretty good at this point. This Very is three good. years in. You got Let like a doctor you break your leg. I can wipe your ass for you. Perfect. I'll be the first guy I call. <laughs> um, and then from there, so you start doing comedy, right? Uh, oh, i break up. You know, break up
1: my girlfriend. Right. Uh, I lose my job. Right. Uh, it's like a real movie. I get did a car
0: get taken away? <laughs>
1: Kinda. <laughs> I fucking had so many parking tickets on that bitch. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> paying it off. I really? Like oh, those are brutal.
0: <laughs> I guess <laughs> I that's accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so um, I got unemployment. I'm doing boxing every day. Right. And then my unemployment. Runs How are you affording boxing classes? Unemployment, dude. And also, boxing
0: gyms are really cheap. What? I feel like every time I've looked into them, they're yeah, like you're crazy in New York expensive. City now, but like oh, if you're out in, like, Pennsylvania? Yeah, and
1: also, like, I, w- I didn't take classes or nothing. I just showed up and fucking, uh, you know, just spark. Who right. wants to fight me? No, I showed instead. That's hey, how you get tough quick. No, you gotta show that you're committed by doing the bullshit by right. fucking jump roping fucking hours at a time.
0: <laughs> and then they
2: cut your rates.
3: <laughs> <And then laughs>
2: they, they cut, okay, they cut this your wrists. <laughs> no, this so it's committed.
0: It's because it, it was like you were showing up in really trainings. So they thought like you were gonna fight for them. So yeah, we have to like impress trainers and shit. And uh, then they like they'll
1: work with you and show you stuff. You'll have guys just like. Tell you so were you c- like
0: considering doing competitive
1: boxing at that point? Yes. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I, my, uh, one of my goals was to uh, try for the Olympics. You mean to do? Did you ever do Golden Gloves? No. I, I, uh, you know, I, I started to realize that I wanted to, like I always wanted to do comedy. Right. And so the boxing thing was kind of like a new thing. That right. Was like, oh, I could totally. I think I could do this. Right. You know, but it was like I, I to do comedy. Okay, and I, so I don't want to do this, and this could like hinder.
0: That's me. a good life though, unemployment and just boxing all day. That sounds great. I was fun. a
1: professional boxer for six months.
0: Did how many fu- like pro? No, no, zero. He but I was paid. <laughs> he was getting okay. paid. Checks, did um, of did you do any like uh, competitive like f- not just sparring? Did you actually like take any fights?
1: Uh no, I, uh, you know, I I fucking I with I I fought every day. I, I um I was gonna, but then you know that's more of like. Once you do, have been doing it for like six, seven months, you know they don't want. Do you, you ever get
0: good? Like you could just hit someone and knock him out on the spot, or you were well just kind of having fun sparring, so you're never going that hard. You know, no, you can never do it in sparring,
1: right? But like a regular person, I could fucking hit a few times, I'm sure, and right. fuck them up, right? But and you yeah also man, seem I like you could s- just take a hit. Yeah, I, r- I sure as shit can, man. I had some, I had a few gym ro- wars with uh, my like this one coach that I fucking forget his name. Tony, actually, his name's Tony. Um, I sparred with the son all the time, and he was this right. fucking big nineteen-year-old uh, left hand, and he just fucking we fight hard all the time. You know, right? We, like uh, it wasn't that we didn't like each other. It's just he was training hard, and I'm like somebody his size that he's fucking like he was definitely like he's definitely a professional boxer unless he fuck up his life or something.
0: So then you start okay. So you're doing that like what like a year, which puts us at six months. I only did it for six months. So that puts you at like twenty-two mm-hmm. and a half, twenty-three, something like that. Yep. And then I, I'm
1: not I'm not 23 at this open mic. Right. So where did you do
0: m- oh. Where did you do the first open mic? Creek in the cave. Oh, so you you literally showed up there and just fell in love with the place. Yeah,
1: yeah, because it was uh. And like so you were
0: still living in Pennsylvania at that time. Yep. So I gotta tell you, this is like when I when I had college going to shit, and I was th- there was like one semester in college I was basically. I want to say I was almost just not going to school. Like, I, I, I would go in, i drive, I drive into the city at, like, 2 p.m. so that I could get up at the Eastville Open mic. That didn't start till 6, but to get early on that sign-up sheet, you had to be there early. Mm-hmm. I'd show up, I'd park the car, I'd do that mic, I'd do mics, like, to like, 10 or 11, i drive home. And I remember one point, like, I, I was, I, I listened to Hannibal Burris on WTF, and he was talking about, like, doing a stretch in the city homeless. And I was like, that's what comedy is. You got to be all in on this. Like, if you want to do this, you got to be all in. You got to work some, like, shitty whatever job. Like, you just got to be fully committed and do it. And I remember one night, I was like, you know what? Let me, like, I, I'm, <laughs> I decided... Maybe like I can just buy like some van and like sleep in the van and do comedy. I this was like a real thought at one point. I've it's
1: thought I've considered the van. The van's not a bad idea, dude. If you can get you gotta get a gym membership to go. Right, with so it. that you
0: can go shower. I, yeah, I'm on board. That was my thought exactly. You get yourself a van that you can sleep in the back. You get yourself a gym oh membership. You live for really cheap and you're all in comedy. That's my LA plan. That's your LA plan because the weather's nice. You don't have to like deal with um with New York um with New York winters. So I slept in the car one night and realized right uh, I can't do this. <laughs> like I literally I tried it one night. I remember well, you like slept in. Just yeah, car, I, I, I slept in my dad's car for one night. I was just like curious to see like what that might look like as a lifestyle. I remember a couple times during the night I woke up and I had to use the bathroom. I was like, "Oh, this sucks!" Like I can't just really go in the street. Twice during the night I woke up in a panic because like some people just walked by. I gotta tell you, I don't even sleep well outside. I slept at your house the other week. You got a nice, comfortable room in a bed. I was up all night because I just can't sleep at like I'm too nervous <laughs> of a person to possibly. Spend a couple evenings homeless. <laughs> like, I, I can't even be a guest in someone else's house. Yo, Forget dude, the if fucking outdoors. Your car,
1: you ain't even homeless, man. That's true. That's you like fuck a
2: car, bro. Yeah,
0: that's like next level for homeless guys. That's like uh, <laughs> the Radisson Hotel.
2: <laughs> you couldn't even do that.
0: I couldn't even do that. So you go to the creek, you do your first mic, and you're like, and wait, why was it that you always kinda felt like, hey, I want to do comedy? What was what what was that in I, you? uh
1: I saw George Carlin um when I was thirteen I was like I want, that's what I want to do. Right. I've always wanted to do that. And I used to say his jokes at school, be like, uh, you ever notice mice have no shoulders? You put
0: a <laughs> you put a tie on him and it goes right you put a necklace on them, it goes right down to the waist. I feel like George you Carlin would have been funnier with that delivery. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I don't even know hey, George Carlin. <laughs> Can you keep talking to that voice? I want to place who that is. That, uh, that is. I'm the guy from I'm Bullwinkle. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's Bullwinkle Carlin. Why don't you do that as a character? I feel like that's better than anything I've seen you do. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> Bullwinkle Carlin. Um, okay. So you hit up the first Creek Mike, and you're like, all right, I was right. This is what I want to do. How'd the first mic go? Was it a disaster? Was it fun? I
1: forgot my notebook. And uh, I uh, they called Joe. Right. And I put my name down as Joseph Robert. And I was like, I guess that's me. Just <laughs> <It> went <laughs> up. And uh
0: and someone got pissed but he didn't no, realize no he was starting a fight with the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, and
2: I killed the guy.
0: And then they always respected you. And <laughs> no. you took over his job as barback.
2: Yeah. No, he, he got both spots. He got Joe spot and Joseph. Right. And no one was going to yeah. argue at that point. <laughs> he
0: killed Joe, Yeah, so. when they called Joseph Robert, I was like, oh, "All right, I went up." <laughs> Thank you. So you do that first open mic and then for that open mic are you commuting back and forth between Pennsylvania? Well, I have a weekend job. Okay. I have a job. Um Still Friday do? and
1: Saturday doing security. Uh I'd go into Central Park and uh do security for the marathons, the roadrunners.
0: Did you get that job once you had started doing comedy
1: or no, you had that job first? I had first? that job first. Right. And uh I got that job through the guy I was I was doing karate with right. the karate. And um you know what was going on is I would stay at my friend's Carlos Carlos Ross Carlos's house. He's like this Rastafarian guy and um, it was like an abandoned building that he and some other Rasta men broke into <laughs> and uh, changed the locks and then cleaned it up and now they have squatter rights in it. And so I would just sleep on his couch because he had like this... like He had like your place but in East, in East New York. And you say so my
0: place, like it's glamorous. It's probably like not hard to squat You find a place like don't this. Don't get
1: over it, get a, I mean
0: East New York, like Manhattan? East Brooklyn, I'm sorry. Oh, East Brooklyn, okay.
1: And... um.
0: They say East New York is, like, the only place that's, like, I guess what you... Unaccounted would for? No, not unaccounted for. It's the only place that's still, like, kind of crimey in New York. Like, what uh, you would see movies of, like, Harlem or what people affiliate with, like, what was well, rough Harlem's edge in New York. Like they yeah. say East New York is the one area of New York that's still like that. I've never been down there, That's so I don't where know. I
1: lost my fear of New York because I was walking down there at, like, 2, 3 in the morning because I had to get to Central Park by, uh, you know, 7 in the morning. So I was walking, like, 10, 15, you know, 30 minutes, uh... Just past like fucking people just hanging out at fucking 3 a.m. You know, I fucking talked to a few hookers sometimes. Nice. As uh, I was walking, they were like, (laughs) don't let them bother you, honey. (laughs) Shit, like that, you know. Yeah, like uh, protector. I got to tell you, on that that note.
0: I mean I grew up in Washington Heights I remember I was once down in Philly for a weekend People were telling me like Hey you can't walk around This is a dangerous area I was like what the fuck you t- I grew up in New York I was like I know cities I'm from New York motherfucker I fucking know cities I grew up in Washington Heights I never had shit from anyone And I remember I left like this, this pen You know the place where we're staying I walked like one block I was like oh this is not New York <laughs> <laughs> I better get back there This yeah. is like a whole different thing New York ain't shit
1: now uh, That's what I'm saying Like I, I uh, I have no fear of New York you know, uh, some fucking giant teenager tried to grab me one time. And uh, I just, you know, dropped my weight, fucking turned around, pivoted and well, that's shit. That's because you know how
0: to fight, so. Yeah, well, that exactly. don't know how to that fight. Everyone
1: should learn. Like, they should be teach Instead of fucking PE class, we should have a fucking MMA e. class for I children. agree with that. I mean, if you know how to fight, it just changes your, like, you're not as scared. You're not as scared. You're I not also as think afraid of people.
0: I, I also think it forces you to kind of... Be in check with your ego A little bit Because you realize Kind of like your limitations Hell yeah And it also I think would promote Health and fitness Because you kind of realize if you, if you start going down that road Where you really want to Kind of learn how to fight And learn the mixed martial arts I think it's amazing And I wish I had gotten Into it sooner Because oh, like, it helped me Open
1: up my hips And realize how to like Swing a baseball bat You're really into your hips it, <laughs> everything in sports comes from your hips. No, I agree. I
0: I know that from uh from hockey and, and the expensive golf classes I took, and I don't I I cannot swing a attention. golf thing for for life of me. All right, I want to cu- cut I want to cut ahead to the homelessness. Alright, so y- so yeah.
1: I'm, I'm fucking staying at Ross Carlos's place to, for a couple months. Uh, and not a couple months for like I'd call him up and we'd had like hang out with him and then I'd sleep over at his place. But he's not the kind of guy where you can call and be like, hey, I'm coming over this weekend. You know, you I'm can't like stay. plan ahead. Can't plan with this guy. So one day I do an open mic at the creek, um, and I call him, and he doesn't pick up. And I'm like, oh shit. So uh, I hang out at the creek until like
0: I get uncomfortable. You know, right? <laughs> for me, yeah. that's about ten minutes. <laughs> so if you're on my time, you were there full ten minutes. They didn't call <laughs> your name, and you're like, fucking, I'm leaving.
1: Uh, I got there pretty late. I mean, that was like after the mic. I think that I stayed for the second mic or whatever.
0: I get th- the creek late. Uh, Rebecca's so fucking cool. I was there once partying after, like, a legion, and I remember leaving there, like, four in the morning, and, like, the doors are just open. That's, like, a pretty cool place in that way. Yeah, Um, it's pretty amazing. Yeah.
1: And uh, I was, like, you know, hanging out there. Right. um, And I left, you know, just, like, walking around New York. I um, paid for a swipe or whatever. On the subway. Went went to Times Square and just walked around a little bit. And um,
0: I've had nights where I did spot, like, I decided to do the last spot at LOL and then realized, oh, I can't take the train and then basically drink at a bar till four to take a train at five thirty in the morning. I probably did that like maybe 10, 15 times. But like I knew at the end, at the end of the day, five thirty in the morning, I'm taking a train home I'm going home yeah, to Connecticut. That, But that's a lot different than having no right. Nowhere to go. Knowledge. Well, yeah. I am. Um, but you know, could always go back to Pennsylvania, I guess. I had a bus ticket. Right, yeah. so it's like okay, so when you were and that's the thing, when I yeah. was homeless too, I also
1: always had the bus ticket.
0: You mean so at any point in time you could go home? Yeah, I was very white homeless. Like right. I'm, I'm getting
1: there, so uh, I'm go to time. I go to Times Square and I'm like, you know, what, I'm gonna walk down to Central Park. I, it's like you took a nap out there, and you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. Basically, that's what happened. I okay, go to, I go down to Columbus Circle, right, and I hang out, I lay down on this bench. They're doing construction, so it's actually. Um, Built up like they have uh they were doing construction, so it looks nice now, but right all uh, fences and up, so I was just smoking weed hanging out and uh the sun came up, and uh I chilled in central park i i uh took a nap in central park, and I was like, I can do this, and that's what i fucking did in june uh I moved to New York, I moved into central park right i b- i went i grabbed a. Uh, I i grabbed a sheet. I grabbed uh And since pants. you were
0: running security, you knew the best place is to sleep. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like no one was bothered. I only
1: got hassled by that. That's the thing. You got to sleep on top of sheets. Okay. If you sleep underneath them, people think you're homeless. And I only got, I only got harassed by the cops one time. Oh, if you sleep on top ooh. of it, they think
0: you're just like a person Picnicking. who's having a picnic at four in the morning. But yeah. like that's not that weird in New York. Right. That's yeah. the thing. That, that's something that's really cool that about it's New York. That 24-7 kind yeah, of... Like I remember once I was... I, just went, I, I was like a little bit drugged up in Connecticut. I was like on a street corner. Ooh,
2: past I, 10 o'clock. Yeah, and like I I, I, I I was
0: like yelling at a, like a mailbox. I was just doing something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I'm not in New York. You'll just get arrested for this. Mm-hmm. In New York, like you can literally stand on a street corner and just scream. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to fucking happen. I actually had we, me and and we were filming like some man on the street sketches. I did a sketch where we pretended we were trying to recruit people for the Oregon militia on a oh, subway. I remember that one. People didn't give a <laughs> shit. We could not get a rise out of anyone. Like that's how crazy this fucking yeah. city is. So but you what you're saying is funny anyone. is like if you can just kinda make it look like you're out hanging out at the Some park at four in the morning I, I would, uh, and no one's gonna So what do I do? What
1: my regular basic, New Yorker. What my right. basic day was for basically three months, uh there was this guy, this crazy guy who'd let me sleep on his floor if I washed my feet. He was an open mic or two, but I didn't stay there a lot. But my my day to day was uh wake up at Central Park and right. like um like 3 or 4 uh, Go to the creek Wash myself You mean 3 or 4 in
0: the afternoon? Yes So what Because d- you weren't I'm, I'm telling you I'm yeah. telling you my day So I, d- All right. I wake
1: up at 3 or 4 In Central Park um, I go I go to the creek w- Wash myself in the bathroom Do the open mic Go do whatever open mics um, Hang out at the creek till it got weird Or, uh, or you know Closed uh, Go to shows or whatever Then go to Columbus Circle And uh, lay down In my spot I had a spot like, I got that almost every night. And, uh, I would watch the CNN Tower clock, uh, go until, like, the light came up. And I wouldn't sleep. I would just stay awake. I had a, a battery that kept my phone charged. I had a smartphone. hmm And, uh, w- when the sun, like, was when the, like the sky was turning blue, or, uh, I saw people walking their dogs in Central Park, because that's, like, the corner of Central Park. I'd go into Central Park, lay a blanket down, lay a sheet down, and, uh. Go to oh, sleep. So I get it. So
0: if you stay up all night oh, and man. you kind of go to sleep at the morning in Central Park, it looks like you're chilling in Central exactly. Park. It's not mm-hmm. even that big of a deal. And and that's d- like the perfect.
1: And it didn't fucking rain hardly at all that summer. Right.
0: That's what I was gonna ask. Is what you do. So now my next question is: So how many night? Like, were you to do this for like three nights in a row and then go home? No, I did that for fucking three months. Three but months straight. You see, that's the crazy part. So what you doing? I don't do think it's so yeah.
2: crazy because you pushed yourself to stay up during those like weird hours. The like, you know. Yeah, but no. I could understand six, this I, so yeah. that you'd be able to get good sleep from, especially dawn from to, knowing to three p.m. and and I'm sure like, y- y- you just were kind of ref- in a way like refreshed. Yeah, and
0: from I was knowing my dreams, from too. knowing the thrill of the early days of doing comedy and doing open mic, where I could understand this a hundred. Like I almost get that lifestyle. You just, especially because I was a drinker, I could see myself. You drink till five thirty in the morning. You go to the park. You lie down. You pass out. You wake up at 4 p.m. But he was doing it in a different way. He wasn't, like, I couldn't passing drink. out. Like, he, he wasn't... It was, like, no, part of When the, I say it, passing out, I mean just going oh, I'm, to sleep. I'm, yeah. I'm
2: saying, like, it was more... It but was I, actually a routine. Right. No, I get like doing a, it as a routine,
0: but I can understand doing that for, like, three days in a row and then going home yeah. for two days. I can't imagine a just a three-month stretch. So over that... Like, w- did you ever shower? Um... Yeah, the
1: the crazy guy that would uh, let me wa- let me make me wash my feet. She
0: so had some friends that every once in a while you go over there. This
1: guy was crazy. He's uh still around doing comedy. I guess he got banned from Laughing Buddha now, so I don't know where uh, he's gonna do. Right, but so uh, not, I, mean,
0: I, I have, I, and this is me being an insane human being again. If I eat a big meal, I don't want to leave my apartment. I don't like shitting outside of my apartment. That's like one I of shit the shit really
1: at the creek. The creek is where I shit. I'm also very regular. I shit in the morning when oh, I wake you, up.
0: So okay, so you—that's another
1: because I'm very healthy.
0: <laughs> 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 you see, you scheduled. That's amazing. So you scheduled your day So you'd be up in the afternoon at 4 p.m. and then you'd go to the creek. You would take your morning shit. You'd kind of clean off. You take your hooker bath and you do uh-huh. the first open mic. Yep. Wow, I did not think that the homeless thing would sound as practical as it did, but now it's, it's understanding why it didn't bother you yeah. so much. And so you basically did that for the entire summer months. And when it started getting cold, no, nope, like I
1: um, I had a job. You know, I had a job that got me at least eight hours a week. Right, making uh twelve dollars or eleven dollars an hour or whatever, and then um, so that was enough for dollar pizza, bananas. I was living off a of dollar pizza and bananas. I didn't realize I could steal stuff at the time.
0: I like how you're describing that as healthy. Well, that no, like
1: that, that was healthy why and why
0: Like if
2: you if you're only having a slice and right, your a calorie few bananas, consumption's low, then okay. then that's you know a full day.
0: Or Honestly, whatever I'd make
1: a much better homeless person now. Like if my <laughs> girlfriend kicked me out for some whatever reason, you'd be good. You got homelessness
0: down to a science. I really gotta do. I to plot it out. I even have to go into
1: the subways during the fucking rain anymore. I could just right. go into 40-second... And doing comedy was just
0: the biggest thrill of your life, so it's felt like That's you... all I've you, ever wanted. Yeah, you so you're pursuing your goal to the extent that it's like whatever extent you might have to suffer for it, it's part of the dream. I gave myself such a boner. I was like,
1: yeah, you're doing it, bro.
0: Right. Oh, and yeah. also, and it's that thing, since you're really suffering for it, it feels like... It's almost like it's a good origin story, so you're kind of happy to live it.
1: In, in August, I interviewed for a job... And uh, I went back to Easton, got my suit and shit, and uh, I interviewed for a job in New Rochelle. It was the only place I could find fucking work. Right. And uh, I'd probably go back like a weekend out of a month Right. to my dad's, now that I'm thinking about it. I'd probably go back like a weekend out of the month. Okay. Um, And
0: also not necessarily a weekend,
1: because I was like, comedy days, you know?
0: So right. I may have been like... I remember that whatever. where it's like you cannot miss a night of open mic,
1: and also and how shitty I was. I could not. I was
0: right. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's true too. When you just understand, like if I take a night off, like I stink too much at this, mm-hmm. and it means so much to me. I have to not stink this much. You know what? I'm happy that you said that because I've kind of been beating myself up on. Um, not that I'm where I want to be in comedy, but I've been beating myself up that I didn't. I I, I didn't. I don't quite have that anymore. Where it's like if I miss an open mic. Like it was like religion to me. There was not gonna be a night of my life where I didn't miss an open mic, and I forgot that that's part of what it was. Was that you wanted to identify as a comic, and you were so not funny Mm -hmm. that you understood like, oh, I really have to do this tonight because I have to get better. Because this is pathetic that this is how I self-identify and I'm not even funny. Yes, I forgot that that was part of what that is. That's so interesting. So you did it for it was like a three-month stretch. Yep,
1: June, July, August, and at the and uh, uh, August, the end of August, I was interviewing for this sh- security job in New Rochelle. Right. That was just uh, working Saturday and Sunday. I only worked two days a week, two twelve-hour shifts. Right. I Had to get there. Bump. F- I get the first fucking train in the morning to the new Rochelle so I woke up with all I mean I waited in line with all the people that've been drinking all night waiting for the fucking bus to come I almost fought a guy in a walking dead outfit one time <laughs> right <laughs> and uh I did that for you know whoever fucking knows how long talk and
0: about uh, our health and wellness episode of me wanting to tell her oh I'm sorry yeah I got that job and right as I got that job I uh Fucking talked to the landlord of the
1: crazy guy that let me uh, wash my feet stay over. Mm-hmm. And I got a fucking room that just opened up. And uh, he let me pay him on like a week later. And my mom fucking just sent me money to take care of. you Because know, she it. had some retard cash. She had tons <laughs> of retard <laughs> Some money.
0: retard cash saved up. So, I mean, this is the coolest part of this story is that most people, you're sitting at home. And you go to your shitty job all day, you do this, you do that, and you think the worst thing that can happen in my life is becoming homeless. And what we just discovered is it's not that bad. You could aspire to it. Yeah, so, city. I mean, that is fucking yeah, freedom. As that's the thing. As yeah, long it's, as it's New, York New York city. city.
2: Because it's like a city that is kind of cut out no, but he... in its fabric to... You kind figured out
0: the cheat in the system of how to do it pleasantly, no, which is you saying. go to sleep yeah. during the day but at makes make Central sure you have, you, you have a smartphone. And also
2: you have some sort of a plan, like a game plan to Get, accomplish those things in uh, a to have normal goals. way and not just being like covered in you know, cans right. under a blanket.
0: Or it's also like if you just have all that free time in the world and no responsibility, you're going to end up doing heroin. But it's like you had something that you were looking to do. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to not be homeless. I was exactly. like, anyway, hey, right, I want a place in New York. Yeah. Right, and you you had it, you said. I got it. But I'm just saying, if you're out there and you're stressed... This should be the most stress-relieving thing you could I'm, ever hear in your life. I'm, I'm feeling great. Just I'm feeling like, thing. why the fuck am I paying rent? <laughs> well, you're you're essentially homeless. He, he That's saying. true. The way I got a fucking mattress on the floor. He had a better setup during his... Uh, Dude, we, we met some interesting people tonight. We heard some good stories. We, we introduced ourselves to Hector. I think we might call him every week just to say what's up. I At think least that every mi- other one. I think that might right. be a running gag. Joseph, I'd love to have you back. Great story. You got anything else you want to tell us? Um... I guess I'm good. You know, you
1: can follow me at uh bong rips the book on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Bong, bong rips the book. Bong rips the <laughs> book. Is it an uh, actual book or? Uh, not yet. But you know, you should write it. That almost sounds like
0: shit. Uh, like a Curious George kind of thing, like some little <laughs> monkey like little kids book thing. I can't quite place it, monkey. but um, yeah. you know, well,
2: in the in the first Curious George, yeah. there was that line about after a good meal and a good pipe, George went to sleep. Oh, and you think it was pot? No. Nah. It, it, was, it was like a just a... Uh, it, it was written in the 30s. <laughs> so That That's was just normal. We just thing. made it. Got, became illegal. <laughs> right. In the
1: 30s. I'm <laughs> yeah, um, here in New York, fourth Thursday of every month. I'm in uh, at the Creek in the Cave doing a show. Don't you have a couple of shows o'clock. there now? What's the show? Or yeah, it's just a regular comedy show, you know? And also, uh, first and third tu- Tuesday, I'm downstairs in the basement, you know, trying to get a show going on there. You gotta get me c- catch me hosting. You know That's what fun. Saying?
0: I like um I like the I mean you do a mic there it's not easy to plug a mic to like Fuck, don't come to the mic, bitch, come to my show. But um I'll get you beers. And I like the way you, I like the way you host it. I like that you roast people in between. I think it's fun. It's a fun vibe. Yeah, I've so in that little and that. I haven't done it this month, but I mean I really I am I'm, I'm a Joseph Roberts fan. I do think you should craft that Carlin thing cuz I think it's uh <laughs> That's your path out of Ooh. homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what would be the worst for you. It's far away from that shit. <laughs> but uh it's been a pleasure to have you on. Absolutely. This is thank episode, so I don't know, six or seven of Run Your Mouth. It is. Whatever the fuck it is. Hector it's the Best one yet. Hector, thanks for coming on. We're what gonna call pet. you again. And uh, that's it for us. Have a good night. Thanks thank a lot, everybody. You, thank you.